Jack Burton always says at a time like this. Who? Jack Burton. Me. You're a bluebird. You're a brownie. You're a Girl Scout cookie. He doesn't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> oh, I used to love doggy chow. <laughs> I used to love doggy chow too. This is a snakeskin jacket. And for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and my belief in personal freedom. It's not important, okay? You're not important. Get used to it. Baby, you are gonna miss that plane. Welcome to the Cinema Recall Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I'm your host, The Vern, and for the next several minutes, I'll be giving you my thoughts on a new horror comedy that just got released through Blu-ray and DVD, and I believe it's on demand or VOD or pay-per-view. Anyways, it's called Homewrecker, and it stars Alex S.O., and Precious Chon, and I'll be giving you my thoughts on that movie. But right now, why not? We're going to play at least an ad from another podcast show that I think you should check out. So stay tuned. After these messages, we'll be right back. This is the Nostalgia Junk Podcast, where one person's junk is another person's childhood. I'm Matt McGraw. And I'm Kyle Smith. Join us each week as we take a deep dive into your pop culture consciousness and discuss everything from movies, TV, music, cartoons, toys, video games, and more. And we want to hear from you, so connect with us. Nostalgia means so many different things to so many different people, so share with us your favorite piece of nostalgia. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at NostalGunkPod. And you can subscribe to us on all the major podcast platforms. Let's get this thing up to 88 miles per hour, and we'll see you next week. I'm Linda. Oh, Michelle. Nice to officially meet you. Likewise. Aw, cute baby. (laughs) Cunt. When would you want to get this process started? I just need some help getting organized. Let me give you a tour. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa! Listen, I feel really terrible. How can I make that up to you? <laughs> I, I really have to go. Are you thinking about leaving now? Linda! I get it. Why would you want to hang out with a weirdo like me? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is so fucking fake! I think you're having some kind of breakdown. (laughs) What a crock of shit! I used to be popular! Everyone wanted to be me! All right, folks, welcome back to Cinema Recall. Thank you very much for checking out those ads. All right, so here's my thoughts on the new movie, Homewrecker. It was written by... Alex Esso, Precious Chan, and Zach Gain, 
and it was directed by Zach Kane. Alright, so if you also want to read this review, it's available on our website, cinemarecall.net. Alright, so, there have been, like, many movies that have dealt with obsession involving women. Titles like Single White Female, Inside, Indrigal's West are ones that come to mind for me. So, Homebreaker wants to be a darkly comic tale with elements of horror among those same films. And while it has a good cast, and the story has merits, the movie just ends up being okay. So when we meet Linda, played by Precious Chan, she is staring intently at a young woman named Michelle, who is played by Alex Esso, at her local gym. The two ladies meet afterwards and strike up a conversation. After being impressed that uh, Michelle is an interior designer, Linda invites her over to check out her place for a possible contract job. Now Michelle doesn't want to seem rude, so she accepts. While over at her place, we learn that even though Linda has a lot of confidence, she's very much alone. Michelle has a husband and friends, but doesn't have the confidence to say what she truly feels. So instead of just being honest and tell Linda she doesn't want to have a drink with her, Michelle knocks it out of her hand. So right from these early moments, we can see that there's, some, there's something off about Linda. Yeah, she's very nice, but there's something off-putting about her whole conversation with Michelle. Huge red flags go up whenever anyone is that bright and chipper around me and there are no drugs present. So Linda seems way too interested in Michelle's marriage and her doubts about having a baby. If I was her, I would not have agreed to get into her car, much less her house. So after agreeing to watch an 80s dance classic, Michelle tries to leave, but Linda knocks her out and locks her in a room. For the next several minutes, we get the usual tropes that are associated with this type of movies. Michelle escapes for just a little bit, but then Linda has the upper hand and locks her back up again. During their fights, it's clear that none of them had any stunt doubles, so the action sequences look really kind of amateurish. There is one scene of extreme violence that feels out of place and for me it didn't feel needed at all. And I'm a big fan of gore and violence right there. I'm not trying to diss on that. But here, it was just like, poof, like, poof, surprise. So, both actors here, you know, Precious Chan and Alex Esso, they do a really good job with their roles. And I fully believe the characters as real people as I watch the movie. Uh, they, as I mentioned before, both uh, Esso and Chan worked with the uh, director on the script. And most of the dialogue felt authentic. So I first saw Alex Esso in the movie Starry Eyes and was really impressed with her role in that movie. And then later on, I saw her as Winnie Torrance in Doctor Sleep last year. And I was blown away about how much she looked and sounded like Shelley Duvall from Stanley Kubrick's version. So her character of Michelle is someone that is very passive at first, but through the trials that Linda presents, she becomes much more confident and stronger. It's a good performance, but the real standout for me is Precious Chan as Linda. So, you know, I looked up this actress on IMDb, and although I recognized the movies that she was in, such as LA Confidential and Pearl Harbor, I don't quite remember the role she played. But with Linda, she made this character pretty sympathetic. Here's a woman who was once very popular and very beautiful, but as time went on, her looks began to fade, and the people who were once her friends began to change. She wants very much to connect with the youth of today, 
but can't really stand how everyone is constantly on their phones and texting and tweeting. Um, there is a, another reason why Linda goes through all this trouble with Michelle, but I'm not going to spoil it for you in this review. Okay, I'm not going to do that. So, once you see what it is, it made sense in a way, but I kind of wish they did something different with those characters. So, Dredger's acting does a good job with the performances of the two leads, but I didn't much care for the look and style of it. Split screens can be a really effective way to show the perceptions and motives of two characters at the same time. And while Homewrecker does use it effectively in some scenes, others felt like overkill. I also didn't understand why he kept cutting to an insert shot of a water with pink bubble bath. It was a cool visual for the opening credits, but it wasn't needed in any part of the movie, except maybe the very end for end credits. So, for from this very first frame of the movie, I thought that Linda, the character played by Princess Chan, was going to be our audience avatar, because we see a close-up of her face after the opening credits, and at first I thought she had eyes for her instructor, but as the scene moved on, I saw she was checking out Michelle, and so... When the two when the two ladies actually meet, the perception seems to change from Linda to Michelle, and I really kind of wish it would have stayed with Linda, and maybe it's supposed to the whole time, but once we actually get Michelle in Linda's car, the movie seems to switch, and we seem to be following the movie through Michelle's perspective, and I kind of wish we would have saw the movie from the start from Linda's perspective. Um, kind of like that movie uh, from Australia, The Loved Ones, uh, about a girl who wants to kidnap her prom date and keep him hostage. Uh, yeah, it shows things from him too, but most of the movie is from that girl's perspective. I kind of wish this movie did the same thing too. So for a runtime of less than 90 minutes, it was a fun movie, and I would say the best thing about it would be the cast of Alex Esso and Precious Chan. They have a good collaboration with each other. But if you want to watch something involving two women in a cat and mouse chase, that's very good. I recommend watching Killing Eve. Uh, so yeah, out of like five stars, I'm going to give uh, this movie here, Homewrecker, gosh, two and a half. Two and a half stars. Brief watch. It's not bad, but I've seen this type of movie done much better before. Uh, a really good example of this movie done well is also Hard Candy with uh, Patrick Wilson and Ellen Page. Really good. Really, really good. Thrilling movie. I That movie just is good. So, yes. So, let's wrap up this episode of Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, let, you know, let you all know, too, that part two of our Nate of the Living Dead audio drama will be coming your way very soon. Um, thank you all. For, thank you, everyone here who has listened to part one. I do greatly, 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 greatly appreciate uh, the work to do with that and the retweets and the listens and the loves and there's too many of you to list off and I apologize if I'm not going to mention any right now, but just please know if you're a fan of my Twitter account or whatever, I love you dearly and I I'm, I didn't want to mention anybody because I'm afraid I'm going to leave someone off. So just know that I do love you completely and I appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, part two will be coming soon. And I think we're going to start up, like, a, a Kickstarter campaign to get some more funds to do more of these. Because I actually do like doing them, but they take a lot of time and effort. And I'm going to need to have some funds before 
I to do another one of these, alright? So, yeah. So, part two, like I said before, will be coming, hopefully, in a couple more weeks, and then we'll be done. Uh, as always, you can check out all of our past episodes on our website, cinemarecall.net. We're available on a whole stream of streaming platforms, slew of streaming platforms, stream of streaming platforms. Yes, uh, Apple Podcast, Podchaser, uh, Podcast Addict, um... Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Just search Cinema Recall Podcast. You should be able to find us everywhere. We're also available on social media. Twitter, Cinema underscore Recall. And then Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. I know what no one uses this anymore, but you can email us always at cinemarecall at gmail.com. <sighs> Alright, folks. That's it right now. I hope you all have a great week and a great weekend and I will see you shortly. 